0: Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. This is the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Nikki Seberini here. Always good to be with you, especially... On such a glorious spring day, that's it. Aren't we lucky in the southern hemisphere that spring is upon us? Um, so too are with the beautiful blossoms. So too, you know, lots of pollen and dust. But, um, that's life, right? Always the yin with the yang. Um, always finding the balance. But it is so fabulous to be with you on this really beautiful, beautiful day. Um, I'll be with you until 1 o'clock. Of course, if this is the first time you have tuned in to the DL Link show, welcome to you. The DL Link is really a pretty incredible organization founded by Michelle Goodman and Jackie Artziller all the way back in 2010. And what the DL Link does is provide a safe, nurturing space where patients who are faced with cancer and their families can turn to for support. So every week we try and inspire you, illuminate you, motivate you, inform you through the incredible guests that we have. So as I said, moving into spring, something to consider, of course, we should be doing it throughout the year, really, is applying um, sunscreen. Um, and that's what we're focusing on this show. We're going to be looking at skin cancer. And I have um, such a A heart-wrenching story, really, um, I that we're going to be starting off with. You know, Brent Linderkew, the good things guy, has been on our show many times. I'd like to call him a friend. Um, Just the work that he does, he really is a true philanthropist. And um, he put on his Facebook post on the 18th of August, he said, Friends, I need your help. I don't often use my social media for personal requests, but today – I'm reaching out because there's something that simply can't be ignored. As you know, I've always believed in the power of community and helped each other when we're in need. And this time it's a situation that I believe we can't turn away from. We have a chance to make a real difference and quite literally save a life. As the Good Things Guy, I'm privileged to receive countless messages from fellow South Africans facing tough times. I do my best to assist wherever I can connecting people with the right resources and support. But today I need your help with something that goes beyond my capacity alone. Allow me to introduce Jacques Erasmus. Jacques is fighting for his life, standing alone in a battle that would challenge even the strongest among us. His journey has been incredibly tough. His parents have passed away. and The majority of his friends and family have turned their back on him when he feels ill, leaving him with nothing but the thinnest thread of hope. So Brent said, I'm asking for your help to rewrite Jacques' story. Together we can turn this tale of adversity into a story of hope and triumph. And um, so we decided to invite Jacques onto the show today um, and hear his story. Every week we hear such brave stories of the warriors who are on the cancer journey. And Jacques is another one, um, and uh, we looking very forward to hearing Jacques' story. And who knows, maybe someone listening today, maybe someone can reach out. You know, what Brent was saying, besides besides finances, it's community. And Jacques is currently living in Cape Town. And we know that, you know, a lot of you listen in Joburg, but a lot of you are from all over the world and a lot of you are from Cape Town as well. And perhaps we can all find some solution and see if we can find a community, someone to hold Jacques in a way that he feels like he belongs and he is part of something not just such a, a solo journey. So, Jacques, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. How are you?
1: Very well, and you, Nikki? No yeah, complaints.
0: Ah, no complaints. Ah, oh, well, you know, I've got to say that from the moment I heard your voice, and I've seen some of the pictures, Jacques, of you know what you've endured, and then I hear this voice, and I don't hear any of that suffering in your voice. It says so much about your attitude, Jacques. So the last 10 months have been pretty hellish for you. Would you like to share your story with our audience?
1: Yes. Uh, basically, what happened was about 10, 10 12 months ago, um, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had to resign my job, and um, it's been quite a hard journey on my own. I discovered I had cancer. Um, and this is and skin cancer,
0: Jacques, am I correct, skin cancer? <laughs>
1: Yes, I actually got two types of skin cancer. I've got basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma. The squamous cell carcinoma is the, the one that's eating away at skin and flesh.
0: Mm. And so that's why you've had to have, you've had, just, just share with the audience, you've had part of your ear removed and some of your arm removed.
1: That's it. I had my, my ear amputated. Um, Also two lymph nodes, uh, well, they found cancer on two of my lymph nodes in my neck. I had some extensive surgery done there. Um, Also cancer behind my eyeball that had spread so fast. Then also they had to remove arteries. And one of my main veins from my my right arm, so I've only got about 40% movement there.
0: Sure. That's that's hugely debilitating. And um, you were born in Bloemfontein. You live in Cape Town. And you... And you're kind of facing this journey on your own, Jacques, because you don't have many friends or family in Cape Town. Am I correct? Yeah,
1: that's correct. I'm basically, um, just, just living with a, a work colleague at the moment. Yeah. So I'm just living with a work colleague at the moment. So basically I'm stuck really, um, or basically on my own. I don't have family in Cape Town. I don't really you know um a few people have showed support but very few and far between yeah. but i've always kept, i've always kept uh, a positive attitude um i felt that you know we don't really want to complain and um, it's just built into my nature that you always want to look on the you know, the brighter side of things mm. if anything
0: mm. Well well, as I said to you, I mean, I could definitely hear that in your voice, you know, from just saying just a couple of words um jacques this this journey you know we we have cancer warriors who join us, and they so often talk about a support system and having people who can help them, um, you know, take them to treatment and return them home, and that's mm-hmm. what the DL Link does. You know, that's what this show is all about, an organization that does that very specifically. When, you, when you've had to go in and have these, you know, your ear amputated and have all these surgeries, I mean, who has, besides this work colleague that you have there, was it, was it not an option to go back to Bloemfontein and, and be with people there?
1: Well, basically after my mum had passed and, and my father soon after that, um, not cancer related, but they uh, passed from other sicknesses. Uh, just to make a long story short there, um, I decided to leave Bloom. I couldn't stand the sadness anymore. Um, I felt alone even then. I felt even alone then. So yeah.
0: um Yeah.
1: So, you can take your
0: time. Take take your time, Jacques. Take your time. Just take a deep breath. Yeah. And we're all so here and we're very listening. Very well. I know. We're listening and we're supporting you. Just just take your time.
1: Okay, so basically um I discovered I had um uh, you know, when I discovered I had cancer, I I had to do this. Pretty much on my own, um, and basically in in a, in a you know in the cancer community they say only one percent really you know um, survive this if they don't have any family support or anybody that that is there for them. And I thought, well, I had six surgeries, and I am going to stick through this, and I am going to make it. I am not going to be a statistic where I give up yeah and basically um and all my life i mean we all grew up with this the sense of there's only one type of cancer or the only you really hear of uh for example breast cancer that's widely advertised um we don't hear of skin cancer a lot or well, i wasn't exposed to those kind of things you know growing up and it's something that that would never happen to me we we um we think we're invisible as as they say, but, yeah. um, I had to learn the hard way about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. so.
0: <laughs> And as you, as you say, you, you, you're determined not to be a statistic, but to get through it with as positive a mindset as you can.
1: Definitely. And we,
0: you know, and we having, we have you on the show today, um, Jacques, because we have lots of people who listen and we have an, an incredible community. And this community is always reaching out to help. They support the very organization that has this show, as I said, the DL link. And maybe there's a person or a couple of people who are listening to your story right now of you being very isolated and very alone in Cape Town. And who knows? Who knows, Jacques? We're going to take a break. Um, You take a wonderful deep breath, um, and we're going to be back. So stay with us. We're coming right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back to the DL Link Show. Um, I have Jacques Erasmus on the show. Jacques is a skin cancer warrior sharing his story with us. Um, we heard of Jacques via Brent Lindeke, who, um who is just such a phenomenal human being um, in South Africa and around the world, really, the good things guy. And what he does is change as many lives as he can. And he's been in touch with Jacques. He's been helping Jacques. And he's reached out to the community and said, can you come on board and help Me support Jacques. So Jacques's been sharing his story with us. Um, Jacques was, um, diagnosed between 10 and 12 months ago with two types of skin cancer and the one, a very aggressive cancer eating into his flesh. He's had to have his ear amputated, part of his arm. There's, it's, uh, yeah, and lymph nodes and just a whole lot with, I think, six operations, Jacques, you said. And uh, there you are in Cape Town on your own and, um, This after, you know, losing your parents and moving to Cape Town. Shark, I want to just go back a little bit. You said that, you know, you'd heard of breast cancer, for example, but you had never heard of skin cancer before. How did you you know? Because obviously this, the, the cancer was quite far, you know, it wasn't an early detection, which is why you've had such, um, uh, severe treatment in terms of you know amputation and cutting into your skin, when did you notice and and what were the symptoms um what, what were you concerned about?
1: while I was working back then about a year ago um oddly enough I started losing weight about a year year or two years ago um, I had no appetite there was always warning signs um I lost about forty five kilos during that period Gosh. Um, and then, Gosh,
0: that's a lot of weight, Jacques. That's
1: a lot yeah. of weight. I currently only weigh about 49 kilos the last time I checked.
0: Sure.
1: Um, also, a severe malnutrition, didn't feel like eating. There was always warning signs out there, you know, that I was not, not well. Um, and one day at work, I fell off a ladder and I saw a tiny mark on my head and just dismissed it and thought it's maybe because I fell off the ladder and That just spread suddenly and eventually it got to my ear. I still was working at that stage. And eventually when I went to Greta Hospital, it was already starting. There was about a golf ball size hole on my forehead. And then the doctors diagnosed me and they could only have operated on, well, in January uh, of this year. They started the first operation. So until then I had some chemotherapy tablets. It's quite a, um, advanced therapy, but it tried to stay off the, the spread of the squamous cell carcinoma. Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: And, mm-hmm. um, and yes, carry on.
1: And basically, um, have been dealing with, with cancer for the first time faced with something that you've never, well, I have never heard of. As such that I thought skin cancer was something everybody gets or not, mm. not, not that everybody gets, but that, that some people get, but you don't see it. So it's an invisible disease. Mm. Um, then, you know, I found hope. I actually found hope long before the cancer. Uh, that was during COVID already. And, you know, when everybody was secluded and living in their, in their homes away from all this, um, the pandemic that was going out there. And I could either, either turn bitter or make my situation better. And I decided that I was going to be kind and show people kindness and bring Leniki, uh, his good things Guide blog helped me through such amazing time through that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Getting my words mulled, but, uh, through that time period that I feel I would never make it. And his positive words just kept me going. And it reminded me again during cancer. That nobody wants to hear, or I felt that nobody wants to hear my sad story, and I had to be strong for everybody else, including myself, and I had to find hope within myself to carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a state hospital, there was a lot of medical expenses involved. Um, you know, the hospitals can only do you as much as they can. I and I to basically make do and. I struggled for a year long and eventually I had to reach out to Brent Linnicky. And And he responded. um, And he responded. um, I just, I try to live my day to day life with, with his words or what he's trying to do in the community. And that is trying to pay it forward with kindness as much as possible. Um, Everybody that's seeing me says, no, but you're the one that needs help and you're the one that needs to be taken care of. And I've always seen to uh, a lot of people's irritation that I'm more worried about other people than myself. And I could not after, after all these operations carry on anymore. Mm. It was un- unbearable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, Jacques, at the moment, what kind of assistance do you need i know that you've started back a buddy um or people can put money in an account that you have um have you have you contacted organizations in cape town um, support support organizations have you been in touch with any of them have has anyone directed you in that direction
1: uh not so much no um i've just been relying because i've been every week at at hospital outpatients um I found sort of my support system at the hospital itself. I mean, I have an amazing doctor that is looking after me or or currently looking after me, and she's doing such an amazing job. The patients just give me hope and strength, and I've not reached out to anybody, oddly enough, with organizations as such. Yeah, I think they may be.
0: I think there may be some organizations, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in the dark with that because I don't know in terms of Cape Town. But once again, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there to the community who are listening. If you know of support organizations in Cape Town, um, because that's really what Jacques needs. He needs, um, that kind of support, um, Um, That would be so appreciative. And perhaps what you can do is, um, if you do have that kind of information, um, you can send that information to the radio station. High fm and they will forward that to lee my producer or myself and we will send that information straight to jacques jacques also if anyone would like to because you know even the smallest amount if a whole lot of people put small amounts or a large amount would be great and should it be into your backer buddy or another account how how would you like people to be able to assist you
1: um they can they can do both. They can do the bank account. Uh Backer buddy, um only pays out I think the tenth of each month. But whichever is easier and whatever amount would be greatly appreciated. Um you know, I just see the value of other people and if I could touch someone else's heart that's going through this alone, even that will be more than enough for me. That they can know that they can they can do this alone if they in that position. Yeah. But of course you can't really do it alone We have to have some kind of support system Yeah. But there is yeah. hope There is always hope you Never give up on hope Never um, You know you have to have faith in a higher power Or something There's got to be hope somewhere for you mm. um, I mean that's That statistic that basically says You know you, After your first or second operation You give up You don't fight anymore And you don't carry on, um, because you don't have a support system.
0: You're, you're Um, still, you're still there. You're still there, Jacques, (laughs) and you're still fighting. So, um, uh, Jacques, um, just before we do say goodbye to you, what have the doctors said? What is the prognosis? You've had these six operations. You had the, the chemotherapy before the operations. How, how are you looking at the moment?
1: Um, well, the skin grafts on my head, everyone has failed since then. My health isn't currently good. I've been basically since January month with open wounds. Um, parts of my ear is healed. And I am going next week actually to hospital to find out about my seventh surgery that's about to be to take place. Um, They'll have to do another skin graft and probably see because of certain wounds on my head that's not healing at the moment.
0: Well, Jacques, we send you Love and healing light, and blessings, and please God may you heal, and please God may you find a wonderful group of people who support you like you support others, and some financial assistance as well, and just go from strength to strength, health wise, I do have your banking details, I'm going to them out there for any of our listeners who would like to make a donation and i will mention it again later but thank you for your time and you know your bravery and thank you jacques and we really really do wish you all the best
1: thank you so much appreciate it
0: god bless and take care jacques bye-bye
1: so um
0: that's jacques erasmus's story and it is indeed a sobering story and any assistance that you can give, because if he just has that kind of assistance, he doesn't have to worry about, you know, where his next meal is coming from, and he's got maybe a community in Cape Town, if you know of an organization or community of people who can support him, just be there, you know, that would give him so much more energy in the healing process. Okay, so his bank account, it's a standard bank, um, and it's the Milnerton branch, The account name is Mr. Jacques, so it's Jacques, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S, J-C Erasmus, E-R-A-S-M-U-S. So it is Standard Bank and the account number is 1014-484-0314, that is 1014-484-0314 and it's Jackie Erasmus Standard Bank, and I will announce it again later. And let's see, you know, we, we always ask you to help, and you have, and we've just had a huge charity event, and you came to the party, and times are tough. And there's always space, right? doesn't matter how small that donation is, or maybe it's just a phone call to say, how are you doing? Hope you're okay. That's That's what it is.